Hello and welcome to Stories, the True and the Fiction, the podcast that revolves around one central theme, stories and the people that tell them. We'll talk about movies, TV shows, video games, historical events and weird news headlines. There's really no topic we won't touch. But it doesn't stop there. If you've got a story, something funny or random that may have happened to you or a friend, send it to the true and the fictional at gmail.com. Until then, it's story time. My lords, my ladies, generals of the Alliance, Aldermen of Westport and beyond. Not since the great battle against Gorlock the Destroyer have I seen such fine noblemen gathered. And yet, like that time, I find myself filled with the same sense of sadness and sorrow. On that day, on that hallow field of Western Brandon. After our great victory against the professional baddie of Gorlock the Destroyer, I never felt so alive, and yet I was filled with such sadness. For on that day, there were no more battles to fight, and our tale was done. But my sadness was derived not from that, of witnessing our king, Neil, ruler of the Alliance, laying in a pool of his own blood after an epic duel with such a villain. As he lay dying, he held my hand and promised that his line would not end. That Rebecca Castles, goddess of the moon, would bless not only him, but all of us. For my beloved king died, gave me his blade, the legendary sword of flame of the West. And he said soon, his child will be born. Worthy, worthy. How could a mere child Even a child born of a goddess be worthy of holding the will of fire. And soon, today, there he was, so young, perfect. And he held out his little hand and called the flame of the West to it. And I asked, how? Fate? How? And his mother said, no, not fate. This is 10% luck, 20% skill, 15% concentrated power of will, 5% pleasure, 50% pain, and 100% of the reason to remember his name. We welcome Caleb, future High King, ruler of the Alliance to the world. Welcome, everyone. 
the stories, true and the fictional. I am, of course, your narrator and host and fan of the Knight's Tale. <laughs> if you're not <laughs> determined by the introduction, Chris Park, I am, of course, joined by sports analysts and recent enthusiasts of the Women's World Cup, watching it only for the sport, not for the fact that it's fit women running around. James, <laughs> Jay Brown, how are you going, sir? Um, I'm, I'm going well. I'm going well. And now, uh, Were you also a little disappointed when they when they found that, that that young Australian star was injured and couldn't play that one game? That one? <laughs> that, that, that young Australian, when she was injured and couldn't play, were you a little bit also disappointed? What, you mean little... Sam Kerr? No, 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 no. The other one. What's the, she was injured for one game, but then came back for the second one. I the young twenty-something-year-old, whatever her name is, I don't know. Mary don't Fowler. Care. Yeah, that's the one. That's disappointing. Look, look. To be honest, I I don't know all the the you know players' names. I'm I'm not like obsessed. And you know, yeah, been... you don't watch them for the names, do you? Hey, look, I'm just saying. I I <laughs> e- equally watch the men's soccer when that comes around, and I don't know all their names. Um, I can probably name two Australian soccer players, like both genders, like across the, you know, like I just, I don't know that many. Course, and I, I, I can, I can name Mark Viduka. No, not Mark. Was it Mark Viduka or Mark? See, I've lost. Yeah, I've no, lost. Mark, Mark, Mark Viduka, but he hasn't played for about 20 years. Yeah. Okay. That's one. And then there's Mark Schwarzer. And I only know Mark Schwarzer because he is a local. Harry Kuehl? Uh, that's there you go, yeah. Tim Cahill. Well, there Cahill, you go. Yeah. All right, but can I ask you a question, Jamie? Can I ask you a question? Did someone pay forty thousand dollars to take a nap on the in the front row like that guy did for the WNBA in America? Did you hear about that? <laughs> oh, yeah, <laughs> I heard about that. <laughs> he paid forty thousand dollars for I think the whole front row at a WNBA game and literally bought a blanket and his pajamas. And started getting tired throughout the game and laid across all the seats with his blanket and his little night hat and went to sleep and then wondered why he got kicked out. Again, but as a paying customer, that is your (laughs) right. That is your God-given right. If you want to take a nap during a sporting event, that is your absolute right as a paying customer. They've probably never seen so many seats sold in a WNBA game, let alone... And and this is this is passionate coming from Chris because he is one who has paid many 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 a ticket for his wife to take a nap in the cinema. So many <laughs> tickets, so many events, so many and, opening and, nights. And we're not we're not talking we're not talking midnight screening. We're not we're not talking, oh no oh we're no not, we're not talking standard session. We're talking gold class gold class seating. Yes, and yes, those seats are comfortable, but that doesn't mean you can nap in them. They're not that comfortable. Like they're not comfortable enough to have a nap in. I I just strongly disagree. It is also her right to have a nap and then complain that she didn't fully understand the movie plot. <laughs> <laughs> my favorite time, and this wasn't at the cinemas, but it was. I think it was at my place. We were watching that um, Lawless with um, Tom Hardy, Shia LaBeouf, mm. um, yep, yep, yep. Guy Pearce, I believe. And your wife, Chris, def- like she just dozed off. And then this pinnacle moment, she opens her eyes. She goes, "What? so why do you do that? And it was like the whole <laughs> the whole movie was building to this point. 
to the one point. Yeah. <laughs> I honestly think if you fall asleep during the movie, you have no right to ask any questions. You have a right to fall asleep. That is your right. You <laughs> that is your no prerogative. Right that is your prerogative. Watch it. To, you have no right to bother the other movie watchers with questions yeah. that that you could not keep your eyes awake for. Hundred <laughs> percent. No, no, I, I, I agree. I agree. Mm-hmm. We, of course, if you recognize that sound of voice, we are of course joined by our other host, friend of the podcast, wrestling enthusiast and analytics expert on all things on the mat, Ryan D. Haig. Ryan. I have to ask a question to you about your your oh. beloved sport. Now, I just need to, I, I'm going to preface by I am actually, believe it or not, three weeks behind on all wrestling. Uh, I'm not going to ask so. you anything about current events, obviously. Okay. But, you know, but do you think there are some people out there that still think it's real? Oh, definitely. There are. And uh, as part of the inter- internet wrestling community, I see that very often. Um, how how is that? How is no? I I see. Uh, uh, look, as you know, I am a fan. I I will watch. Like um, Zelina Vega is is well worth any kind of uh, outfit that she wants to wear. Yeah, and, okay. and, and, and it makes and it makes you know, like holy cow. But the point is, um, <laughs> also what I'll watch. I'll watch the show. I'm a huge mm-hmm. fan. Um, but it's fake. But mm-hmm. you, but how I don't understand then. You know. I get they try to make it look real where they announce like, you know, the suspensions and they announce these fake things because of, you know, various different things to try to make it seem like there's this huge organized body about wrestling. It's like going, no, 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 there's not. But but obviously people buy into that. Is that correct, Ryan? Yeah, yeah. Look, and I I think there's there's a certain age where you're forgiven. You know, obviously the youngsters, the children up to oh, you no. know, 20. If you're a little child, you're a, yeah, 100%. And um, but yeah, there there are still people out there who will fight tooth and nail. Um, that, that, that I guess they're people that kind of live in that bubble and and they don't want that bubble burst. Um, mm. you know, whereas people like myself, I watch it for the entertainment value, knowing, yep. you know, I I don't like to use the word fake. I like to use the word predetermined outcomes. Because like some of the some of the injuries that people suffer are legitimate, but oh no, there are real injuries. There there are real. They, yeah. they, they have to everything also change is... up certain events as well because of yeah. obviously the wrestlers as they're fighting, they get themselves into bad situations, and so they just have to yes. change up, change up on the fly, predetermined yeah. outcome. So when you go into you know a Monday Night Raw or a pay per view, every we we all all know that all the outcomes and the winners of the matches have been decided prior to yeah. the actual event. So yeah, in that. But then you get some amazing things. Yeah, like the champion Snoop Dogg, mm-hmm. who has to <laughs> on the fly save a wrestling match. Oh yes, that was yeah, and, yeah. and and become himself a champion. And I'm like going, well done, Snoop. Hats <laughs> off to you, <laughs> dog. That was good. Good thinking of uh, Snoop. You wouldn't think someone who has ingested that much marijuana can think, think well on the fly, and he actually did, and he saved that segment. When Shane McMahon came, returned from injury, slid into the ring and injured himself before he even threw a punch. <laughs> yeah, because um, he's a fifty-year-old dude. What did he think was going to happen? <laughs> do, do you think and, Snoop, um, Snoop Dogg is one of those guys that think it's real? <laughs> Just no, he's that, no, because no. he's that high. <laughs> if, you know what? If Snoop Dogg came up to me and said, "Hey, wrestling's real," and you better believe it, I'll say yes, sir, because the man has committed Snoop... two murders. And, um, yeah, Snoop says something. Yeah, so, 
you know, and still he's a card carrying member of either the Bloods or Crips. I don't want to offend either by stating that, but yes, I would I would say yes, sir, Snoop Dogg. <laughs> um, whatever you say, my yeah, my yeah, fine like going, Um, yeah, unquestionably, sir. No, I'm not ever a hundred percent, sir. Whatever, you, whatever, you, whatever you say, sir. If, that's the, if this is what, yeah, if this is the path we will walk, then we will walk with this path. <laughs> <laughs> and, and you know what? He's the he's. A, I don't respect a lot of. Of, of the rap music, but I do respect Snoop and I always will. Uh, you know, I think, you know, Snoop and actually Eminem as well are two of the, you know, they're, they're, you know, there's, there's, I understand the whole concept of brag rap, but sometimes I don't want to, ca I don't care about how many mansions you have and how yeah. great you, how great you think your game is. But, but then having said that, I'm also a Lionel Messi fan, not a Christian Ronaldo fan, because I don't like the big braggart. I like that someone, I like to, I like to see a man just get the shit done. Um, <laughs> well, I, I, speak, speaking of Eminem, I actually learned something for the first I was this, one of those, I was this many years old when I learned. Did you know Eminem actually stands for every, every mother is nice except mine? E -M -I -M -E -M. Oh, really? Yeah, I found that out uh, yesterday. I just thought. He liked M and M's, and then like for copyright reasons, just changed it a little bit. No, I I thought it's because his name starts like Marshall Mathers. Yeah, M M. No, but there you go. Are you so telling you go, me that that Eminem is the Ryan Johnson of rap? Mm -hmm. He subverted yep. our expectations. Definitely oh, did. you know. <laughs> speaking of expectations, Jamie, what have you what have you been up to this week? Well, I have I have a big announcement, a great announcement. Oh, I finished <laughs> Jurassic World Evolution. Oh, <laughs> bravo! Bra tell me about your pain and in great detail. <laughs> well, it was the most lackluster last mission ever, but um, it it, it became a nightmare. I pushed through, but then the last last mission, they're like, "Oh, I come here." And okay, what have I got to do? Have I got to have I got to you know bring order back from all this chaotic stuff and things not working? And you got to get the right dinosaurs and all that. No, please drive around a field and take photos of dinosaurs. That was literally wow. the last last mission. They fucking hard. <laughs> like <laughs> photograph, and I'm just like, ah. Oh. <laughs> But it's yes, it's complete. I've unlocked sandbox mode. I can create That's my. Dirty. my I, I found it very dirty that they put sandbox mode behind. No, no, sa that. sandbox sandbox mode was there, but you didn't have all the features unless oh, you finished. That's dirty. That is dirt. That, that is it, dirty. It so so far, uh, my review on this game is you know, uh, two out of ten. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, if you have to say that I have to push, if, if you have to mention that you, your pain of finishing it, yeah, two seems fair. Yeah, look, first game, uh, Jurassic World Evolution one, Mwah, loved it. Mm -hmm. The right amount of challenge, and uh, yeah, you know, comfortable finishing it. Um, but now you know what this means, right? Yes, yep. I do. Yep. It means uh, two months until Spy. <laughs> no, um, yes, I will be. Well, it is two months until Spy Man. That is that's that's yeah. true as well. That's yeah. not that's not. I yeah. I will I will be hopefully getting the chance and the time to start Final Fantasy sixteen. Excellent. Excellent. 
Finally. The first Final Fantasy I've played since Final Fantasy VII. And not oh, a bad, not a bad one bad, to jump into. A good, a good entry that. point, I'd say. Hundred yeah. percent, a good entry point. Yeah. But, yeah, no, that's that. That's about it. I've been working a lot. I got, a, I got a new laptop. Uh, it's working very wonderfully. Thank you. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I was very. How's much the porn? Di- how's your Pornhub speeds? <laughs> uh well, I want my laptop to maintain working, so I've got another laptop. That I oh, use, yeah, yeah, no, that this exclusively, yeah, yeah, no, yeah, for yeah. for Pornhub, keep, keep one laptop with you know, it's a special Pornhub. It's a P A W N, where it's where I can sell off all um, my knickknacks. No, I thought you were going to say it's like a, it's like a, just a website of chess pieces. No, no. Jamie Jamie has one laptop for when the FBI comes, so he goes, look at my nice clean work <laughs> laptop, and then one, then his other laptop. Speaking of FBI thing. <laughs> How are you going? What did you do this week? So, <laughs> oh, I love it. Um, well, this week for me, um, uh, I actually experienced my first death in Final Fantasy 16. In and that's uh, 32 hours in, 76 percent done in the game. Unfortunately, I I died once, and uh, that was during the Bahamut 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 fight. Oh, um, that's a that's a that is a that's, that, that's a tough fight. Yeah, it was my hands were getting really, really sore because of all the button bashing. Um, <laughs> and unfortunately, uh, I won't spoil it, but there was a certain thing, a certain area you needed to go into to be safe from an attack. And I thought I was there, but I wasn't. Uh, so it was a one hit kill. And then I went back and then I absolutely destroyed him the second time, but I had to give nice. it a day because my hands were so sore. Yeah. Uh, yep. <laughs> Uh, I've been playing, I played a really good demo of him that's coming to um, PlayStation Plus this month called Sea of the Stars, which is a, a new JPRG that's coming out. Oh, uh, It's an indie. It's, it's absolutely fantastic. It's very, it's, it is very, it's, it's 8-bit, so it looks, but 8-bit through a PS5, it looks amazing. Um, so that was good. Um, loaded up. Cyberpunk, ready to give that another crack once I finish Final Fantasy 16 this weekend. So uh, I'm not far from the end of Final Fantasy 16, so I'm quite confident I will be finishing it tomorrow. Um, And then, because I'm I'm now, I think my log says that I am 89% done with the main story. So yeah, probably got a couple hours left. But um, yeah, I, 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 I went to the cinemas today and saw the Meg 2, the Trench. Um, which was actually, it was a spur of the moment thing. We had some free tickets and had a bit of free time. I've had a lot of hospital and doctor's appointments this week and next week. So I just decided to head down and and check it out at Rouse Hill. And it's really good. It's actually, in my opinion, better than the second one. Um, It was a, it was a good, it was a good effort first film. So. Yeah. no, And and this one, it picks up. It's got most of the same characters. Um, It's, I, I really enjoyed it. It's got um, a, a, a protagonist who I like to call Mexican Josh Brolin because I don't know who he is, but he's a dead set. <laughs> Looks like a cross between Josh Brolin and Pedro Pascal um, mixed into one. But no, it's, you think you're like, oh, it's dinosaurs and sharks and stuff like that. You think it's going to be pretty, you know, slapstick, but it's actually not. It, it, the story is quite solid. Um, and a lot of a lot of action, a lot of violence, a lot of sharks, a lot of dinosaurs, and it's it, absolutely amazing. 
Um, but that is not the best movie that I've watched today. I uh, got home from the movies this afternoon, had a couple of hours to fill before podcasting, and I thought, you know what, I'm in for some, I want to watch a biopic. I want to watch something yep, yep. interesting. I want to watch something and learn a bit of history. And this one actually came recommended by both you gentlemen. Mm-hmm. Um, it is <clears throat> the most historical, accurate biopic I've ever watched. Uh, and that was Abraham Lincoln, Vampire Hunter. Mm. And that was absolute masterpiece. Yep, yep. Um, I, I, again, didn't look at my phone once. Um, I absolutely loved it. It was it's on Disney Plus for those in Australia who want to check it out. And I'm sure it's on Disney Plus in America, but I would imagine um so. I've been putting off this film for a long time and it comes highly recommended by both you gentlemen. And um I chucked it on and I thought, you know, I'm gonna give it a go. And I loved it all the way through. It's just absolutely yep. fantastic. Yep. Uh if the you train... want to know about the truth about the Civil yeah. War. Like definitely, again, there, there are some movies that you know. There's, I mean, you know, I, I, it's, I, I think it's, not, I think I treat it as a scale of like Ken, Ken Burns masterpieces. So there's like you know, the Ken Burns Civil War documentary, his his documentary on like um Prohibition and and the and the Old West, which are amazing. Then you see the things that he's inspired, which is on Netflix, the America movie, which is again a very yep. another historically accurate film. <laughs> and then obviously this one as well, which really goes deep into the true tale of. Of of um the rise of Abraham Lincoln, and it was it was so accurate. And and the 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 one thing that got me was the the fight on the roof of the train at the very end was absolutely fantastic. Mm. You know everything's firing, and you know Abraham Lincoln's working. You know working with his his family and attacking. And, and the one thing that really got me at the very end, we could have had an Abraham Lincoln that lived forever. He, yep. he was heading off to go to the theater with his wife, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. as we know, what happens in the theater. Um, and he was offered by his maker a um, you know, to, look, let me make you immortal. Let's do this forever. And, and, and I think and this tells it. you a very important mm-hmm. lesson mm-hmm. in life in general. If your spouse or significant other says you haven't taken them out enough and taken them out to the mm-hmm. movies, don't don't listen to them. Don't. So. No, because you're going to get shot by a. By a this is just this. Uh, it's an important message, I think. Absolutely. Yeah, but that that was actually really good. Um, and all all I've I've been watch making my way through uh the great comedy show Blackish on um Disney Plus at the moment. I'm into season five, so it is definitely very political. Um, and I, very. I anti- love that show. That that show is really good. Um, and but. I, uh, there was one. It was so. Like, I'm not. I'm, I'm going to spoil a show that's that's a thousand years old now. Ten years old. One, so you can go. There was for one it. episode that like there was, a, there, was a, there was a string of episodes where I was like, honestly, I was shocked, amazed, and I was like, going like, wow, this is this is um this is crazy. Where they talk about how like, it was the grandmother talking to the the, the the youngest daughter, and like the daughter was asking her questions about you know who she's going to vote for, and then like. Yep. They feel she filled a survey, and then she's like, you know, goes, you know, what's your opinion? He goes, she's the grandma's like going, we should make America great again. And then he's yep. there's like going, what about what about putting up a wall to have, to keep immigrants yeah. out? And she goes, you mean we don't have one of those already? And she's like, yeah. she's saying all these things. She goes, when you put in the survey, the survey thought you actually were Trump, and then didn't yeah, give yeah. you an answer. She goes, yeah, but yeah, yeah but but we we vote Democrat. And walked off, and I was like, <laughs> that's a beautiful, that's a beautiful reality. 
where you have conservative, a lot of conservative African Americans voting Democrat because that's what they're told where they vote. And then what even more crazy was the episode where they had the election, where yeah. they're all talking about, well, what happened? And they have mm-hmm. this poignant message to go, hey, rather than being angry that Trump won and be mad at his supporters, why don't we just, you know, have a conversation with them and ask why yeah. you had to, why did you feel you had to vote that way and understand each other? And then it got super black lives matter and went all weird. And I was like, going, <laughs> you had the chance to, you had the chance to bridge so many gaps. Show what what happened? Honest, you were there. Honest, you were right there. What what I love about the show is the fact that it makes you care. Like for me personally, it makes me care. Like there's, at the end of season four, and this is not not political at all. At the end of season four, you know, um, uh, Dre and Bo, who are the the, the couple, they mm-hmm. they. Talking about going through a divorce, you know they're probably yeah, yeah. Get there, there's, there's some powerful episodes where those are oh, hundred percent, like... and it's just, but it's just so real. Mm, you know yep. what I mean? Like it's just, and and like yes, so the, it is very, it is very political. Um, but I have learned a lot from that show in terms of, you know, we know about racism, we know it happens, and and I'm not going to go on a BLM. That's not my thing, but the mm. fact that it still makes you laugh. And, and I, I absolutely, my two favorite characters are, you know, the, uh, Dre's mum Ruby and Dre's dad. Um, and the, uh, I forget what his name is, but it's Lawrence Fishburne's character. Lawrence Fishburne. Um, yeah. The Lawrence Fishburne. Yeah. They, they make that show. But and the fact that, you know, it's, it, it gets you that emotionally invested that I was, you know, almost late to a doctor's appointment because I needed to make sure that they were going to be okay. Yeah. Because I can't have my like my. I was disappointed when the oldest daughter went away to college because I was. Yeah, but she's got her own show now, Chris. So you can watch that. I I I want to watch that show, but it's too like like I'm not the demographic for that show. Um, it's very much like it's it's a girl show, which is fine. Again, that's that's but I've watched like I tried, I really did because she's cool. (laughs) I like her, so like I really tried. Like I like and had like Haley Bailey and her twin sister on as well. That that you know, I try honestly. I got about five episodes in before I was going like I'm pretty sure I'm like losing testosterone. I just need it. I just need it. <laughs> well, they they tried to do something for the. I haven't watched it. I've watched I think the first episode a long time ago. They they tried to do something for the guys and put one of the funniest black people in in history, Charlie. My, oh. He's one of my favorite characters. They put him in as a professor in marketing, and um, Charlie uh, that, is... that sort of got, yeah, he's just absolutely Charlie that, that guy makes. Is, that show charlie is honestly i think hands down one of my favorite tv show characters that has ever been thought of invented when the, just, just the, his lines where he goes when he's like going dre when you invite me over to when you said barbecue i wasn't sure if we we're gonna eat barbecue or cook barbecue not what but we're <laughs> watching barbecue this is better <laughs> it's just, just it's just they're, they're, everything he says is genius got an ongoing feud with the youngest daughter and they never oh that is yeah that is that is just that is just like oh he he shows up and he's like he says hello to everyone and then looks at her and goes diane and she's like charles and this starts (laughs) when she's like five i know i know reveal like what why they have the feud it's just there so yeah i've been watching that that's that's my kind of go-to if i need a half an hour show just to get through but yeah, it's been a great week for games and movies for me. I've been I'm so glad I watched that Abraham Lincoln Vampire Hunter on your guys' recommendation. Speaking of movies, I recently <laughs> did the John Wick one to four yep. back to back to back to back. And and 
watching them in that it's basically back to back you you sort of see one the quality improve every single movie which is rare we you don't normally see a a movie with this like a, a, a three peat movie where it's like we well, you, you normally see it decline as it goes along as they sort of yeah. they, 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 they try to like basically if a if a trilogy movie or something can hold it together for the final trilogy and stick the landing halfway it's like amazing but this one is just basically like going, here's an awesome movie oh, amazing here, here's the here's the sommelier one of the greatest tasting seat with, with the greatest gun scene in the history of the universe with the greatest character in the history of the universe offering like offering john wick a, a sampling of weapons and then they went then they went then obviously in the um in the third one again they they had like the knife fight scene in the beginning where it's just like where it was one of the most accurate knife fighting scenes because not all knives hit when they threw them like an actual knife would like that actually like you know as you would and then they top it with the fourth one with going how long can we make each fight scene and they went let's how can we make this fight scene more insane than you'd possibly ever imagine I know we'll go top down with with dragon breath shotgun ammo, and I was just like, "You, you geniuses!" And now <laughs> I know that they say he's dead, but he's not. Let's fucking let's not let's not pretend that he's not like again. He's not dead. It's like I, th- I think even they've said he's not dead. They just sort of like left it sort of like quasi open, but not really because watching them that so close together, I did notice something very interesting. Yeah, when he was at the doctor. In the third one, the doctor said, "You have to shoot me to make it look like, you know, that I put on a struggle." He said, "Shoot me." He points at the spot where to shoot him. He points at another spot to shoot him. He goes, then he points at his shoulder where to shoot him to make sure it, where he would look like a lot of damage looks done, but he would, but all shots are, are complete, non-fatal. Those are the exact spots that he gets shot in the duel. The exact oh, wow. areas where he got shot in the duel, which means that. Kane knew that those are non-fatal shots, so we know that he had the ability to survive those wounds. And whilst you could argue that, you know, but what about blood loss? You actually have to lose, like I think it's like six ounces of blood from your body for blood loss to actually be a thing. So he would have to like bleed out really significantly, which means again, we know he's not dead. Well, that and they did the same. They did Marvel did the same thing when they had the death of Captain America. Where exactly. Shot in the shoulder and the lower stomach. Like, and I'm come like, on. come on, it's Captain America. Like stomach wounds can be fatal, but it's Captain America. Yeah. And, right. and 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 if John Wick can survive being thrown out of a building, yes. Twice in that same film. <laughs> first time with the club scene, second time, um, but where any real and, and, and the thing is, we like there's still so much they can do in the John Wick universe that like one. We've seen two of the major crime families. We've seen the the yeah. Kimura, and we've seen like, and we've seen you know um, the Ruski, but we haven't seen Bratva. We haven't seen like the others, the other sort of like, 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 like there's a huge this crime. Like there's so much you want that you could explore with inside of this this universe. And obviously they're, they're like they're doing the they're doing a test soon, which is basically the ballerina movie, which is going to be yeah. uh, uh, Anna Dumira, Anna De, Anna De, I don't know. Like I, I I will see that film for her alone. But I think this is the first time they're going to be showing a non-John Wick assassin and just basically saying, like, do people care enough about the universe? But my point is, as long as as long as Anna and as long as she spent enough time down at Taran Tactical to get the same levels of skills, if she's willing to put in the work 
And the fight scenes are not just all fucking. You know what? There's a you know, there's a reason why we like the John Wick films. One, yes, are they? Yeah. Are, is it is is John Wick awesome? Yes. Yes. Is it the fact when people hear John Wick, then they go they they go like, oh shit, it's John Wick. And, you know, <laughs> yes. Is the Continental awesome? Is the, is the manager awesome? Is, is the zombie mm-hmm. like one of the again, you know, the greatest character of all time, offering him the greatest guns of all time? And is, is, is that scene is a total gun porn. But it's because the actors bothered to do the six months of training to the and so the fight scenes are not done they're not they're not cut like not they're not these quick camera angles are high the fact that it's a stunt person they are long shots of an actor who spent months doing the effort the training so he looks like he knows what he's doing and it's he's a and by the by the third one right now I'd say like Keanu where he's on a gun range must be pretty I, I've seen the footage he's mm-hmm. like he like he is like if, if there's a war breaking out and you know, someone came to invade his house, and he had a gun. I'd say, dude, I think I'm pretty sure John Wick's going to take. I'm pretty sure John, I'm pretty sure Keanu Reeves is going to take him out. Like I think that the dude's like. <laughs> well, I mean, the 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 one line that sticks through me, and I still haven't seen the fourth one, but I don't. It's it's all good. I already know what happens, but I'm going to watch. I want to watch all of them. But oh, so the good. one thing that sticks, the one line that sticks with me, and it's from the very first one too. It's like, you know, oh, is he the boogeyman? And then the the Russian guys, no, no, John Wick is the man you send to kill the boogeyman. The boogeyman. Yep, yep. And, you know that that's all that says. That just just and that's a high level Russian mm. mafia or Albanian mm. or whatever he was yep, mafian yep. guy saying that, and then you can already feel and, and just the fact you know the the police showing up. Oh, you back in work, John? Yep, no worries. <laughs> There's like twelve corpses in his house. He's like. Oh, you're back at work. You know yeah, what I mean? But, like, the, the, yeah. I, I actually heard the directors explain why. Like, the people said, oh, "Is the is the cop on the take?" And he said, "No, the cop mm-hmm. knows that this is an assassin thing, and, it's yeah. and and so he knows that they're not targeting civilians. They're not. Exactly. They're, they're they're keeping it into the underworld. And these yep. and these guys have a code, and so it's like going, I could you know try this one, but it's going to be. But having said that, John still knows he needs to dispose of the bodies via via a service. <laughs> like he can't yeah. just like. Yeah. <laughs> The cleaning service is one yes. of the best things in the trilogy. Seriously, you know the the, the old guy with like yep. with a whole yep. bunch of whatever. Just you look at them. You look at the place seven hours later, and it's absolutely spotless. Nothing's yep. gone oh, wrong. Like the cr- just, yeah. beautiful crime family. Yeah, um, whoever you know, I mean, John. Whoever came up with the idea for John Wick is is. They can keep going. Obviously, we've got the Continental, which is the the series oh, I, I, coming. I am very much looking forward to seeing what they're going to do yeah. with that one. Absolutely. But there's so this... and I have to say, like, I know it's John Wick, but there's so many different avenues you can explore. Yeah. Like, I would even be happy with it. Like, is the Continental a prequel series? Like, yeah, yeah so it's, well, it's set in the seventies, um, and it's about a young, it's about a young Winston who is basically yep. who would have just probably recently left MI six. Joined right. the underworld and then is now yeah. like a, 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 as a manager, as a young, as a as a newly appointed manager of the of the Continental. So there's like it's a it's a it's mm-hmm. no, that's interesting. Got, got me sold anyway. Exactly. Like like... <laughs> you put the name John Wick. It's related to John Wick. It's in the John Wick universe. I don't even need to see a trailer. I mean, yep, no, 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 yeah. you know what I mean? but, but I do I do worry. Like I, I I don't know enough about this Anna the 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 big chick. Is she going to be like, oh, I don't want to do all the training. Can we just get a stunt person in? And then basically all the fight scenes become choppy hell shots. Because mm. do you remember? Do you remember? Do you remember that? Do you remember that um, GI Joe film? I knew you were going to say that, Snake Eyes. <laughs> you knew exactly what I was talking about. Yep. Uh, 
I'm an actor. I don't want to bother. Look, I understand they don't want to do the learning. That's fine. But then obviously then the fight scenes, but it's like, I don't want to do the effort, but I still want to show you my face as much as possible. Well, it's like, you know, it's one or you do, you can do one or you can do both. You can't do like, like, but in saying that they announced this quite a while ago and maybe she's had time. Maybe she's had time. You know, and why not use the actor's strike to brush up on your martial arts skills? And <laughs> you know, like I mean, you're not you're not really doing any work, so just study well, and then come from back. From my understanding, they had like this is already filmed; it's done. Oh, is it really? Okay. But having said that, they, they probably it's probably gonna be delayed because it's. I know that they filmed it or they were filming it. Um, she did a film recently where she uh, where she was at, at talking at at oh, the late show with Chris, oh, she, the show about Chris Evans when she did with Chris Evans during that one she was saying that they're basically filming it now they're almost done filming it so it would be completed probably but editing it and sh- like that they probably they probably stopped all that so they probably paused yeah, all the yeah. uh, well that's what I was saying today like when we went to the movies there's so many good movies coming out in the next few months and I said. I said to Steph, you've got to understand that there's going to be a massive period. There, of time there is going to be a drop off, like not... a fucking like because just I, like a stone. Looked at the, the the schedule, and from now until the end of September, a movie comes out every week that I want to see, and you know that includes horror and other stuff. And yep. I said, I said it's exciting now, but in say six to twelve months, we're going to have a massive gap where yeah, there's but, nothing but coming out. Not before your favorite movie, Ryan. The Marvels is coming out. I saw out. a trailer. I, I, I refused to watch a trailer. <laughs> and um, I I had to see the trailer today because it came, it was at the cinema. And God, that looks awful. It does. It really it does. Really it really, like, I don't understand, you know, how I something just... can be so shit. And the thing <laughs> is, like, I, okay, I I know a lot of people didn't, but I watched Miss Marvel and I actually enjoyed it. I, it wasn't the best thing I've ever seen. It definitely wasn't in the top twenty, but it was an enjoyable film. Yeah, I watched. I watched a few episodes. Show. Um, but that just the whole idea. It's like Freaky Friday in the Marvel universe. You know, they're switching bodies, and uh, just you you have the opportunity to do the Kree Scroll War, Scroll War, and you just okay <laughs> again. But as but as, but as, but as again, remember as the Secret War director said. He doesn't yeah. give a fuck what we think. We're all stupid, and his and 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 he all that matters is his opinion about about things. So again, this again, I'm paraphrasing what he said in an interview, but I'm not far from like not like like not far from what he said. So like, I was, well, like... Well, also, I did uh, speaking of like superhero stuff. I did see some news. I think it was today or yesterday. Um, uh, James Gunn related that he's very much considering having Gal Gadot and doing a Wonder Woman three. No, uh, that's. In... I saw today that they said they're doing it. Oh, they're doing it. It's, okay, it's cool. Not a, it's not a rumor. It's confirmed. Okay. So that that's going to be, um, like he said, he's going to redo the whole universe. But obviously, he's redo the universe, but keeping the actors they want is yeah, fine. I like I've no issues with that one. And I'm not complaining. Gal Gadot's a, a fantastic Wonder Woman. I'm not complaining at all. Let's just yeah. hope with her acting and James Gunn get a better better stories than what we've had. Um, oh yeah, it'll be, it'll be more. Like, I think it's gonna be more like the first Wonder Woman than it would be yeah. the the one where people realize, oh wait, this actress, this act director actually can't write, and the fact that the script was written for her, whoops, like <laughs> I think it was you know yeah. the realization yeah, the of like, oh crap. <laughs> the first one was great dealing with the you know the gods and everything, which was kind of what the comics were around that time from the New Fifty Two. But the second one was just an, a piece of garbage. 
Well, yeah, it just had, um, because it she had, had to, no Patty Jenkins film. had to write her own film, and yeah. people didn't realize that she didn't write the first one, but people yeah. thought that she did. Then people realized, actually, no, she, like Zack Snyder, I did the outline, someone then wrote her, then right. she all she did was shoot it. It's like going, oh, whoops, maybe we gave her too much power. It's the Watiti thing all over again. It's the Watiti thing all over again. Yeah, I was kind of saying it's kind of like Taika Watiti with Ragnarok. Everyone thought he was, you know, the be all and end all when he actually wasn't. And then he got to do Love and Thunder, and we saw, I guess, yeah, yeah. I was so I'm still sad about that because I thought he was this great creative guy, but then I realized, oh no, you just, you just. You you have very clear limitations where you basically you shouldn't write anything. Yeah. You shouldn't. It's the M night. It's the M night thing. Don't write Actually, it. No, as long no, he can write it as long as Jermaine is with him. As long as yeah. Jermaine is the co-writer. Yeah. Where 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 Tees are going? Let's do this. And Jermaine's like, hey, no, let's not do that. Let's tell a story. Let's follow this yeah. particular plot. And then yeah. and, and Tears like, but we'll do this and this and this. And he goes, no, no, let's let's tell this story. And there it yeah. is. So he needs yeah. Jermaine with him, or else he's or else like, or or it has to be an adaption, like 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 we said, yeah. jo- Jojo Rabbit was adapted from a book. Yeah, yeah, and that was amazing. That was a great. Yeah, film. yeah, but yeah, to Jamie's point, yes. So he had a clear. He, basically, he needs boundaries. Like all good children, yeah. he needs boundaries. And if you give him boundaries, <laughs> he, he, he does well. Yeah. Yeah. No, I agree. I agree completely. But 100%. look, I'm I'm keen. Like I'm keen. I trust James Gunn. As I said, he's one of the very few directors that uh, uh, that for me hasn't had a bad film in my eyes. So I'm 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 good if he wants to give us more Gal Gadot as as Wonder Woman and give us good story mm-hmm. to go with it for sure. Yeah, and like the same with same with Aquaman if he decides to bring Momoa back as Aquaman and I I would love and and I'm not the first Aquaman movie wasn't bad it was fantastic it's good I loved it yeah I'd like to see what James Gunn can do yeah so yeah hundred percent it just gets me more and more excited. You know, every time we do this podcast, I say how excited I am about James yeah. Gunn. So just bring it on. Bring it on. In guns we trust. In guns yes. we trust. In guns. America, it is your catchphrase. In gun we trust. <laughs> yeah. Says John Wick. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what do you need, Wick? Guns. Lots of guns. <laughs> uh, that was a pretty good that was a pretty good Keanu, Chris. Yeah, actually, yeah. Have you been practicing? I have been practicing for some for another for for a reason. You guys probably know. Why I've been have you? Have you? I mean, once upon a time when you were teaching us how to perfect our certain accent mm-hmm. accents, you've always said you got to have a word that you can you can that you can do yeah and keep come back to if you if you're slipping you come back to it. So is your mm. word whoa? No, whoa. no, with, no. With Keanu, <laughs> no, it's not whoa. It's yeah. <laughs> and, then, and then you come so every time I slip I come back to the yeah because the worst but he's I see him now as John Wick so the John yeah. Wick yeah that's the, you yeah. know yeah. like then it's like consequences yeah this is how you get the John Wick <laughs> and yes I and also because I have watched like again I watched yeah. four movies in a row and then oh. fucking loved it and honestly oh. I'm, I'm tempted to go back and put it in German. I just want to see. Just I just want to see what it, like it looks like in with German John Wick. I just <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But but yeah. my my final thought on this whole John Wick thing was is that the Russian guy at the beginning is a very is a bad father, and yeah. and, and, and the main reason why the main reason why 
what's one good advice you would probably want to tell your son? Hey, there's this guy in this world that we live in, lives close <laughs> near us, has a nice car. If you see him, walk up to him and say, I'm sorry about the loss of your wife. You pat him on the back and you walk away. You don't, that's it. You know, to yeah. make me, you know like if I was in his organization, I have pitched up John Wick to every one of my men saying, see this man? If you see this man anywhere, yeah. hip your hat. Like, hello, Mr. Wick. Like, hope you're having a nice day. And then that's it. Walk away. This or, is simple... or, or say nothing at all. <laughs> or say yeah. nothing at all. Like, bad father. Just, just absolutely bad father. Just, just... Yeah. Yeah. Well, clear, clear. I mean, not even that. Like, you just see how this kid lives. You can kind of understand that. Yeah. Bad but father. I, was, I was actually listening to a psychologist on YouTube talking about John the John Wick effect and saying that like when humans have trauma in their life when it when it cascades the our minds actually link the traumas together and so when John Wick's wife died she who's already facing this huge trauma and when his dog died that's a that's a, I think it's a, it's a cascading trauma but so when that person killed his dog it's not that he killed his dog his mind's linked the death of his wife to the dog, and so in John Wick's mind, he's killed his wife, and then so that's yeah. it. so like so it's like he, that, and so I was like going yeah, so that that person at grief would absolutely just go absolutely fucking nuts on the universe with guns because yeah. like in his mind he's linked those two events together, and so basically anyone who's basically hurt that dog is basically in his mind hurting his wife's memory, and then yeah. that's basically what he's I'm like going okay yeah don't you know don't kick don't kick the man when he's down because he might get it back up. Anyway, mm-hmm. John, thank you for listening to the John Wick cast. <laughs> <laughs> well, look, you you guys have had had a, a lovely conversation talking about this, talking about that. I, I think it's my time to do some talking okay. with our with our next instalment of oh shit, correcting IGN. This one's personal. This one's personal. Oh. I, for some reason. Uh, I had a little video pop up, and it was the IGN review of the new Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Oh, love it! Now I haven't seen the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. All right, mm-hmm. so this is just going off their points of what they say is good and what they, you know, you know, um, what's bad and all, all that stuff. And and I found a lot of their points and saying why it's good is incorrect. Um, now I will I will say that I am going to watch this movie. I feel obligated to watch this movie. Oh, that must be so painful. I'm not going to be paying for it because I have free tickets. You know? Oh, uh, okay. I, you know, so and I'm I'm not going to go to a big fancy classy cinema. I'm going to go to the closest cinema, um, which will be like a downgrade. Uh, but you know, uh, but yeah. Can you so... bring someone with you to film <laughs> your pain? I'll do it. Um, yeah. Like, because I want, I want that footage, and then put yeah. it online. What basically of your pain? What, just it, watch Chris, it. Chris, it'll it'll be an hour and a half of Jamie face. Exactly, an hour of man going. <laughs> you know, you know how in the in the office in the office is that meme where where Jim just looks at the camera. Yep, someone, yep, yeah, yeah, yep. that's that's gonna be me. I know, I know. Um, um yes, uh. Now look, now look. I understand that I've been thinking about this. There's two kinds of turtle fans. Mm-hmm. There's the fan that goes, "It's turtles, therefore it's good." 
you know, mm-hmm. and that there's there's nothing you can say or do that will make them go, okay, that wasn't good. Uh, mm-hmm. And then there's the ones that have the idea in their head of how it should be. And that that sounds like Star Wars fandom. To that be honest, sounds with you familiar well. to me. Yeah. yeah. Because yeah. that will be like, you can do no wrong if yeah. the word Star Wars or the word Ninja Turtles are in the title, yeah. it's yeah. going to be good. And and look, I, I'm in, I'm in a lot of Ninja Turtle groups, and and there's a lot of people in there that that are very passionate, and it's always this looks amazing, oh it's fantastic, and then a comment going, it the opposite, you know, <laughs> it's garbage, garbage. No, but Jimmy, uh-huh. as I said to you before, we've seen this happen. I can yeah. we can plot the exact thing. Yeah, these diehard fake turtle fans or these these turtle fans will then go see the movie and realize oh it's shit but yeah. they've posted so much online yeah. they ha- they can't go back and be like yeah, yeah, yeah. i was wrong they have yeah. to double yeah. down yeah. and they yeah. have to bite harder and then they have to get death threaty because you know that's what their, their reaction is yeah. again yeah i was yeah. in the same number of star wars groups around <laughs> last jedi i'm familiar with them familiar with the fan yeah. i'm familiar with yeah. this event it's and it's I, not I'm part of the internet wrestling community, so oh I'm my god, you, you know, you've already, you, oh my god, you've just seen the worst then. <laughs> your pain, so yeah, no, but look, I, I'm with you, Jamie. I want to see it, yeah. I do want to see it. No, um, I don't because... want to, I feel obligated. Look, yeah, well, look, I still have hope. I have hope because we got that amazing 2007 Ninja Turtles TMNT movie. Yeah. But here's, here's and... the thing, here's the thing about that 2007 yeah. was done by Peter Laird. No, I get it, yeah. And I can feel the tension between Peter's vision and Kevin's vision, mm-hmm. you know, because every time Kevin's involved, there's a fifth turtle. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, there is, there's always a fifth turtle. He clearly, clearly <laughs> wants a fifth turtle. Albeit in the IDW, they made a fifth turtle and they did it much, much better than the, Venus? you know, yeah, yeah, 100%. Uh, and it made made more sense. It was like a uh, one of their friends was badly injured. Only thing they could do was a transfusion. So they did a Donatello had to do a transfusion with a human. Yep. Therefore, mutating that human into a turtle. Like, okay, cool. Made made more sense. It made sense. Then they dropped. Then they dropped the bomb, and then half the half New York became mutants. So then, like, they, they then they went all. Then they just went all like. Yeah. Everyone's yeah, a mutant. Yeah. yeah, but look, where where I stand before I dig into this destroy IGN uh, where I stand I try to stand is like I try to come from the perspective of what was the creator's initial vision you know yeah. and when you look at the original team and the comic book even the 80s cartoon and towards now it's kind of a long way from mm. from that so that being said let's dive into this I, I just jotted down all the points that IGN made um of what is good to them. Yeah. Top of the list, he said, Splinter is more of a father figure than a master. Well, I and I can get behind that because the, essentially IDW did the same thing. Yeah, but they, I think they had that balance though. No, they definitely had a like, had a great balance, I'm, I'm, yeah. like this. From what I've seen, Splinter is basically a sitcom dad. Oh, you know, he was a master. He was a master yeah. and their father. In the yeah. fucking first movie, was like my sons. Yeah, this is this is like yeah, that's never been a problem in any yeah. of the turtles things. Yeah, because a good dad isn't one that's goofy and things. A good dad, yeah. you, you know, 
Yeah. Sets the. Oh my god. Okay. okay. I'm already even, mad, even, but please yeah. continue. And even even bringing it back to me, what me and Ryan are doing on the comic uh, Middle Ages comic hour episodes, we just did issue three, and it starts yep. with a 16 year old uh, grandson of Shredder being initiated into leadership. Mm-hmm. Into you're take you're 16 years old. You are taking over. You're old enough now. You're taking mm-hmm. over the Foot Clan. Yep. Like yeah. You know. Um that's the kind of total stuff that that i love you know like and i've always found that splinter is the perfect he's a father but he's also a master correct yeah um and not like hey, hey kids you know and you know that the other thing that that uh they said is really really good is that they're really leaning into the teenage aspect teenage oh. aspect and i'm just like uh... what does that even mean no well, they sound like they're eight, um, you know, and it's just like you know. But I did read a review of how they learned their martial arts. And... Is is it? Uh, I'm guessing. I'm guessing this is because I'm just picking up a vibe. They learned it from watching TV. Yep. Yeah. Which okay, which is better than reading it from a book. But no, not, it is not. not it is. I'm, again. I'm saying not by much. Not by. Like okay, yeah, yeah. No, being learning to be Asian from a book, yes, that's that was bad. That was that was dumb. Yeah, yeah. But also watching a martial arts and going, I can do this is also equally as stupid. Yeah. Which again takes away Splinter because Splinter's a dad, not a ma- uh, yep, master. Yep, yeah. Yeah. But yeah, I, I'm already uh, mad, but continue on. You want to get madder? Yeah. This is this this is one that really got me. None of the turtles feel like they're copying a version that came before. What meaning, meaning they're <laughs> but the turtles had set personalities. I know for I know. a reason because yeah. that's how the creator created these turtles. Yeah, but they had personalities. Yeah, so basically it's free for all. Um, mm-hmm. uh, to get even more annoying, the guy and this isn't the first time IGN have not pronounced the word correctly, but nunchucks. Would you call them like nunchuckers? Is, is that no. what you? No? no, what do you call no. it? Nunchucks. 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 Nunchucku, depending, depending if you're doing the Japanese version. Yeah, well, because he said nunchaku. <laughs> it, sound, it sounded really weird. So there's a here's a here's an inception correcting IGN <laughs> within the correcting IGN. No, I mean, again, he's he's referring to the again. He's he's being pretentious. That, that's, yeah. that's fine. He's being pretentious. Yeah. I'm just gonna call them uh, like sticks with chains. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> Yeah. Um. Uh, they said they said it has a predictable, predictable, uh, predictable plot, which apparently they like. It has a predictable plot. Um, and yet they like the expectation twisting of Last Jedi. Yeah. Eh? Interesting. 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 Yeah. yeah. Now, now, Chris. Um. Once upon a time on this podcast, you you were defending the gender swap of Leatherhead. Um. We have your we have your record. Like so so Leatherhead and this is a, is a, is a woman. Okay. Rose Byrne. Mm-hmm. Right. And look, look, great, that's... great Australian actress. Mm-hmm. Great yeah. Australian okay. actress. Yep. However, okay, so traditional Leatherhead. Yes. He's basically Louisiana, you know. Yep. I'm, I'm right ahead. Yeah. Yep. Well, in this, she's Australian. Hey. But, 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 Super. in saying that, but in yeah. saying that, like a lot of foreigners. Yeah. Associate crocodiles and alligators with Australia. Correct. So that's what I'm thinking. That I'm not saying it's her fault, but I no, reckon that's they've what they gone. Went for. 
And if yeah, you also go to Cairns of, in Queensland, you'll see a lot of fucking a lot of huge people, ones. Yeah. A lot of people associate crocodiles with yeah. I'm not defending IGN because I hate them. <laughs> um, a lot of a lot of foreigners that I, I see online and especially through TV and movies, they associate crocodiles as well as Louisiana, but yeah. mainly with Australia. So I think that's probably yeah. what they did. Yeah. However, Leatherhead's been around. He's yeah, hundred percent. He's first from Louisiana, like he's got that southern southern draw, and yeah. then in the two thousand and three series, he's like a full on scientist kind of kind of guy, and mm-hmm. and he doesn't have he's not like thick it's like because they really really get Roseburn to ham up that Aussie accent. Yeah, like, but all uh, all Americans movies do that. Yeah, no, no, but like this is beyond like this is like go for it, go full on, you know. Uh, and oh, I'm, I'm, I'm 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 not okay with that. Um, but I also heard that uh, this, you know, I didn't get this from IGN, but um, another review where you've got Baxter Stockman, brilliant casting. Mm-hmm. He's in it for five minutes. Yep. He does not to get turned into a mutant fly. Yep. They created their own mutant fly. Yep. So you have this sea of mutants to choose from. You have almost 40 years of turtles and they just create a new mutant. <clears throat> Instead of doing the the arc that everyone loves, mm-hmm. the only thing that kind of intri- intrigued me from this though is uh, April. Yes, she's a high school high schooler, but she's also really into uh, journalism, which like which plays into the yep yep um, April reporter thing. But yeah, look, that's 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 all I got from IGN. Okay, well, so again, so on the on the the back to Stockman thing, I think there is copyright issues with actually the character. So I think that's probably why they went that way. I think they were no, actually... well, no, no, not necessarily. No, from what I heard is they they did that because they said it was too similar to the movie The Fly. But I'm, I heard there's also copyright things where technically Fox owns the Fly character or or Disney owns the back to like, those, those, those how those, but... how does that how does that work when he's like a prominent character? In every single yeah, Ninja I don't know, there was there there was some ch- legal challenges they didn't want to bother going through. I I I think it was the the um Disney owns the movie The Fly with Jeff Goldblum. Ah uh, okay. Albeit, Baxter Stockman was probably modeled off <laughs> of that, considering like Ninja Turtles is basically modeled off Daredevil. True, true, true. You know, but uh, I don't know. I don't know. I just think it's just ridiculous. If you're not going to turn Baxter Stockman into a fly, just do Baxter Stockman. He's a great villain. Yep. The movie, the movie is yeah. This is going to be this. Is, I I can't like. And and I don't want to be. I don't want to be sound mean or mean spirited. Mm. But Ryan, we've gone through a number of years now. When, when I've when you know when I've experienced great pain over over, over the death of a franchise and. And Jamie face over there, but so they're going, doesn't affect me. Well, it's like, well, well, there's a saying out there (laughs) that's, you know, where, you know, it's like going, you know, when, when they come for the bakers, I wasn't a baker, so I did nothing. When when they come, when they they came for the, when they came for the the press, I'm not the press and they did nothing. And when they finally came for me, there was no one to do anything. Well, 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 Jamie, they've finally come for your precious turtles and now you understand what living through hell will be like. No, no, in my defense, look, with Star Wars, (laughs) 
they always tried to continue it. Like it's a continuation when Turtles is always a reboot. It's always a different iteration. So I can easily detach from anything new and go back to, you know, that because it's like, like how many times has Splinter had a different origin? You know, every single time there's a new Turtles show or movie, there's a different origin, you know? You can separate it, you know? Well, no, no, it, you, no, no. See, that's how you see it, but they, that's not how everyone else in the entire universe saw it. And no. so you're, you're there going like, well, it doesn't affect me. And now here you are, Jamie. Well, I'm just saying well, it got what, worse. What, 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 is the, what is the terminology that they use about these sort of things? Reaping what one sows? Is that the word, is that the oh, word I'd oh, say? Is where it's it, like, well, we get to that. Like, and now you'll sit here and we'll do probably six more episodes on this subject. And we should. <laughs> and you'll be talking about the pain and I'll be sitting going, well, this sounds awfully familiar. This <laughs> sounds awfully, I, awfully familiar. I still stand by it that it's easier for me to let go. Yeah, easier and, and... for you yeah. to let go. To <laughs> you. But you know, Jamie, by that, by that logic, I could do the same with turtles, but I don't because I respect your opinion on the subject on, on turtles. You are I respect your law on on turtle law. So it's gonna be interesting. So Jamie, in your opinion, what was the best series on TV of Ninja Turtles? Two thousand and three. One, okay. two, three, four Tur- Turtles. <laughs> and uh yeah, that's the one Peter Laird worked on. It was very, very it was almost word for word comic book. It was very dark because it was what he, it was what he, it's what his original. It was very close. I guess I heard like it was like Laird was trying to do the original. Like this is what he envisioned for the original yeah. cartoon series as well. But yeah. obviously, it became because of the toys it became very kitty, and it was amazing. Um, and honestly, yeah, I actually, I that's actually my favorite turtle series as well, and it's actually one of the ones I will probably like. I try to watch as much as like, I'll try. I'll actually probably do a rewatch of that one because it's actually it's really good. Like it's just like yeah, it has no right to be. Yeah, as good as it is, it's like going. Yeah. Why are you good? What's going on? Yeah, and, and, and what and, about what was the one that you hated? Was that the 2012 one? Uh, yes. Yeah, I had Cat Graham in it, so it was good. No, that wasn't. No, she wasn't in that one. No, the the, the cartoon. Yeah, that's not 2012. Was it? No, no, that was. <laughs> yeah, yeah, there's, a, there's a cartoon series that was 2012 to 2017. But let's just say it had. Uh, Jason Biggs is Leonardo, which is a decent voice. But then all oh, the all the, oh, the Nickelodeon but, turtles, yeah. But then he got let go. Oh, okay. And then you know who replaced him? Who? Seth Green. Uh, Tell me how those voices are like. Uh, are you trying to confuse children? <laughs> like, like you know, um, yeah. It was it was way too kiddie. Like, and okay. that's 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 the turn when they became early teens instead of um mm. you know mid to late teens but the other thing that was weird is that the original voice actor for Raphael from the 80s mm-hmm. cartoon voiced Donatello in this series so it just sounded weird oh really like he did the same he did the same turtle voice but so Raphael sounded like so Donatello sounded like the original Raphael it was uh really random and then yeah. yeah, then then came my favorite series, which is Rise of the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Oh, that was bad. That was so bad. That was horrible. The movie was amazing. Oh no, okay, no, and that that was purely writing. Yeah, 
that had like old that had old Leonardo and had the that had like that, that was yeah. a great that was a, that was an amazing it was film. Well, it was well written, but again, don't like the designs. But it was a good. But you even admit that it was a great film. Like it was good. Oh, it was it was good, but like I've seen it. I've seen it now. I don't need to watch it again. Um, and the only thing that got me through it was the good writing. It was like the writing was really good, and it's like mm-hmm. why couldn't you have that writing with better designs and better yeah. voice, better voices? Hey, Cat Graham, do not, do not, do not even think about it. Did, did I, did I say, did I say? Cat you said Graham? voices. You said voices. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and when I say voices, I usually mean the turtle voices. Mm. Like I mean, Sonic the Hedgehog. The voice of Sonic the Hedgehog was the voice of Leonardo. Yeah, true. <laughs> and look, he's a great Sonic. I'll, I'll get you that. No, yeah, he's great Sonic, but he's not. But he's not. But he's not leader material. You're right. No, well, and they obviously knew that because they went Raphael is the leader, and you're like, ah. Oh. But that was also like what they did with the with the cartoon series Wolverine and the X Men, where Wolverine became the leader of the X Men, not because of any other reason, but Hugh Jackman yeah. was super popular at the time. So then, like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. But that series was from memory. That series was really good. No, no, no. That series was great. I love that series. That's actually one of my. That's a that's a fantastic show. That's a so good. Yeah. Actually, yeah. Oh, good. That's a good one. That's actually a good one. Yeah, 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 um, yeah. But yeah, look, um, it's getting late. <laughs> we should uh, have a proper shout out to our sponsor, Rebecca Castles, and the we rest did. Of the series. I, we did, but yeah, you can do it again. I, I know. Look, I, I'm just excited that she's got she's got another baby out there called Caleb. Um, congratulations, Rebecca Castles. Um, now I think you're going to have a lot more free time to write, right? Is that how it works? That is correct. Ah, and the collaboration can begin. <laughs> Indeed. The Cat Graham Henry Cavill chess tournament romantic novel can finally take place. I'm surprised she didn't call call her son uh, Henry. You know? Um, or is it about, would that be too weird? Yeah. You, know, you, know, you know what the worst thing about this is, is Jamie? When we write the Cat Graham Henry Cavill romantic chess novel, erotic chess novel, <laughs> erotic we'll, chess, we'll have to learn actual chess moves and the names for them, and like actually like make the chess scene seem well, 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 well. Someone <laughs> in this podcast was a key card carrying member of the chess club school. Oh, there we go. Oh wow, here's the input. Wait, because no, we you have to talk about like the rook to e5 and the queen's gambit and the other moves that are all like just like like. There's a whole show about the Queen's Game, and I'm going, ah, is that a move? There's like, yeah, so... You just we have to... a list of moves. No, no, but like, no, 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 no. <laughs> there's a certain, there's also defensive styles that people play. There's specific, like, like, if we're going to do chess, we're going to, again, I am not Chris. Ryan Johnson. I am not going to phone in learning. I'm not going to be like, Jedi do this, don't they? I don't know. Chris, we're going to is, study is chess it... correctly. Is it about chess or is it about it's not the point. The point is, if you're going to do something, you're going to learn about the what you're doing, and you're going to make sure that it is relatable to the chess fans out there. And yes, it's mostly an excuse for them to get their clothes off and, and make it with the sexy times, but that's not the point. Can't we just have like 300 pages of them staring at each other uh, over a chessboard? No, and we, because and, they're and then... going to play it erotically, and then, but, but I want actual chess players to listen to the game and actually be able to follow along with the game itself be like oh man like oh they're actually like doing really solid moves like that's the whole point of it you know what the greatest chess um chess game i guess you could say in any movie ever was what the robert downey jr sherlock holmes 
with um Moriarty. No, oh, yeah. it, it was all done in the in the head. on the heads. Yeah, <laughs> I'm sorry, that was brilliant. That was brilliant. No, we're gonna do this. We're gonna do this correctly. All right. Okay. I'll I'll I'll, I'll check my schedule. <laughs> <laughs> all right, guys. Thanks for listening. <laughs> if you want to reach out to us, uh, the true and the fictional at gmail.com or stories underscore podcast on Instagram. Um, thank you for listening. Please check out Rebecca Castles and the Rising Dawn series on Amazon. And uh, I'm going to take you guys home with a with a thought I had recently had. Feel free to answer it, but it's more of a rhetorical question. If two vegans are arguing, is it still considered a beef? <laughs> yes. Thank you, guys. Yes. Catch you next time. See you next time.